Niner Gang. Bang Bang 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 Niner Gang. Hey everybody, welcome to the Bay Podcast. It's your host James with Jake. Episode 84. Happy Monday. Jake, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Today's a special day. Do you know why? Why is it a special day? Take a guess. Why is it a special day? Well, today's my birthday. Dude, how old are you? I am 24. Kobe without the rape charge. God, chill out. Edgy starts the episode. Dude, happy birthday. Yee. Thanks for letting me know uh, right when the podcast happened. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. I wanted to get your um, your uh, first reaction to the news. Come on, dude. 24 years old, dude. You're like one away from being done with a quarter of your life if you're expected to go to 100 years old yeah, hopefully not <laughs> hopefully 80 oh dude 24 do you uh what you do this weekend you do uh, anything i watched the niner game last night which we'll talk about i mean did you go do anything for your birthday that's what i was asking specifically. um well it's today so no all i did today was play um um the last of us which i already played before but i played it again some Fortnite. And some uh, Madden I played today as well. Dear Lord, you played some Madden? Yep, Jesus. first time in a while. You play online or what? Yeah, online. I'm still incredible. So How was it? It was good. I won like six in a row. LOL. Then I was like, all right, I'm done. So I stopped playing that. But now, today, I'm just watching the... Uh, uh, I'm watching the... Um, Rams Ravens game today. That's all I'm doing. Did you did you, did you get a headset? Uh, no. Yeah, it's Black for, Friday, uh, dude. I expect you to get one. Yeah, I'm waiting for a uh, Monday Cyber Monday. I also expect you to get COD. So, jeez, G. So, so we can all play. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's get it started then. Talk about some sports. Sorry, with some college basketball. Specifically, St. Mary's College basketball. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's been a while since we had an episode. Uh, some things have happened, but I won't talk about it. It's all good. All right. um, but yeah, St. Mary's played Fresno State last Wednesday. Uh, they had a convincing win, 10-point win. They played in Second Meadow, which is weird. They had Fresno come up all the way up here uh, to play in Second Meadow at Sac State. Not No, at the Golden 1 Center, excuse me, where the Kings play. Hmm. Um, so they played over there. They got that big dub. Uh, I think they played either Friday or Saturday again. I think it was Saturday. They played uh, Lehigh, another convincing win, um, 77-66. to 66. And they actually played last night against Sonoma State. And it was a 50-point victory. Hmm. It was like, I think, 106 to like 52 or some shit like that. But um, yeah, three 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 game win streak. I think we're currently five and one now. I think. And then, aside from the Wisconsin game, our biggest test of the season comes this coming Friday against Utah State. They are ranked fifteenth in the nation. Hmm. So yeah, should be uh should be good. 
test and match up for the Gales. Um, yeah, I have anything else to add. Um, any other college basketball, East based basketball you want to talk about, Jake? No, because I'm boycotting college basketball for a couple of months. Right. Uh, so let's move on. Yeah. And let's talk about the San Jose Sharks. Jake, why don't you take it away? Yeah, so if you follow us on Twitter at BA underscore podcast one, you would know that I do well, I didn't do it for the last game because I just forgot. Um, I do a uh, game thread for the Sharks when I talk about uh, like goals that happen, power plays, big plays, stuff like that. Uh, yes, yes, yes. And the first time I did it, it was against the Golden Knights, which was last uh, it was last Thursday. week, right? Yeah, last I think Thursday, Thursday. Yeah, yeah last Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, it was last Thursday. Uh, they won overtime two to one. Logan Couture scored a game-winning goal in overtime to win the game against the Golden Knights. Then this Saturday, um, yeah, Saturday, uh, I forgot to do the game thread for that. However, uh, the Sharks won again by the same score, two to one, in the same way by a Logan Couture overtime goal to win the game. So they're now, to see it. Yep, they're now over five hundred on the season. They're twelve, eleven, and one. Um, with Redeem Shemek, they're eight and not eight and one on the season, um, I believe. Yeah, they're eight and one on the season with him in the lineup, and they're now 40, uh, 10 and four with him since he made de- since he made his debut a week from tomorrow, I believe. That's pretty good. Yeah. What did you say? Yeah, that's, that's all right. Um, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, who do they play tonight? Uh, the Kings. Los Angeles Kings in Los Angeles. I'm not sure the Kings are good or not because I've not been paying attention to them really. Uh, I mean, they're they're nine, thirteen, and one. Yeah, so they're not good at all really. So the Sharks should win tonight. Um, sure, I hope so. So yeah, we shall see what happens with that. But they've been playing really well recently. They've also won. They also tied an NHL record for most goal for most wins. For most wins in a row for allowing under two goals. Which now has hit forty three games. So when they give up two or fewer goals, they're forty three and zero. That's pretty good. Yeah, that is pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. Any any more sharks talk? Uh, no. All right. Well, let's move on. Talk about some Warriors basketball. Hmm. In which they currently sit at three and fourteen. And Jake, what are you talking about, Eric Pascal? Yep, so Eric Pascal, he's the, or Pascal, however you say it. Uh, he's the uh, rookie leading scorer for the Warriors. He's also, I believe, their leading scorer because uh, based on how many games he's played. Um, so he's also the only rookie with two 30-point games on the season, which is really good. And he's the first rookie with four 20-point games in seven games since Gilbert Arenas, Agent Zero, um, Agent 007 for Pascal, jokes. Uh, so he scored jokes. 20 points in four out of seven games. Um, they have the worst record in the league, uh, which actually I'm not mad at because they're tanking. Um, uh, speaking of tanking, uh, we saw how the Niners tanked last year for Nick Bosa, and that worked. So it'll be interesting to see if the Warriors had the same fate or if they tank, uh, team tank, actually. There's a difference. Tanking is when... You have healthy players, but you're still trying to lose. Like, your team's not that good. Team tank is when your team is injured, your best players, most important players are injured, no shot at really making the playoffs, so what you do is you lose games to get a high, to get a high draft pick in order to supplement that with the people coming back 
the lack of the hard cap next year for the Warriors, um, stuff like that. So it'll be interesting to see how they do. And they probably will do that because I think they already are doing that. But there is some people on the team that's going to be there next year, which is all you need to know about. Uh, well, this year is just about getting a top pick and seeing which players can be in your future. Eric Pascal, definitely that. Kai Bowman, I think, is definitely that. Amari didn't Spell. We, didn't, didn't we go over this last episode or no? I know. We did, but I'm just going over it again. Right, 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 right. Yeah. No, I, was, I was wondering if we did it or not. I just forgot. Yeah, we did. But yeah, Kai okay. Bowman, I think, is part of the future. I think he's good. I think it's a, he'd be a great backup for sure. Amari Spellman is a part of the future, I think. Good, good, good depth there. Glenn, uh, not uh, Alec Burks, I think hopefully would be part of the future, but since the cap, and he's probably going to get a lot of money by a team, that, maybe not a lot of money, but a team that money that the Warriors won't be able to give him. Because I think they're going to get Iguodala back as well. Uh, they'll have, you know, Clay, Curry, Draymond, D'Angelo probably. Or they might try to trade D'Angelo. We shall see on that. But there are some, LOL. yeah, there are some players who are tank worthy, worthy. Um, this draft, I believe, and my number one guy that I want the most. At first, when I said his name, I was like joking around a little bit, but after watching him, like for the past couple of months, this is a guy that I really want, and it's no joke anymore. It's Lamelo Ball. That's the guy I want on the Warriors. I think this past weekend. He was the youngest player in NBA history to record a triple-double. Yeah, that was today, actually, I believe. Today? I think he had like 34, 11, and 12 or something like that. Yeah. And he's only 20 years old, I think. I think, he's actually, like, I think he's actually 18. Is he? No, yeah, you're right. I think he's 18. No? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah he's uh, 18, years, he's 18 old. years old. Doesn't turn 19 till August of next year. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. 34, 11, and 12 or something like that. Something similar like that, but yeah. And plus, let's say they get him and they want to trade for a superstar. What package could beat Dean? There's no package in NBA that can beat this package. D'Angelo Russell, Pascal, Ball, and whoever. Like, Russell, Pascal, and like the top pick, that's going to get you... That's going to be enough for most players that are available. And I'm thinking of Giannis. It's getting, uh, you know, that one guy. Giannis. Giannis. Yes. But yeah. Um, and looking at his stats this year, uh, last year in the JBA for Lamella Ball, it's not really a technical, technically a league, but he had he shot a forty percent from the field, only thirteen percent from three, which is not good. Yikes. But he was seventeen. Shot eighty percent from the free throw line, which, according to my theory, means he's a good shooter. 14.6 rebounds per game, 11.5 assists per game, and 39.6 points per game. However, that's in a league that's not really like competitive, really. Um, when he played in Lithuania in 2017, uh, as a 16-year-old, I believe, 16, 17-year-old, he averaged 6.5 points on 2.4 assists and 1.1 uh, rebounds per game with a 73% free throw percentage. Did shoot 25% from three and 26% from the field, but as you see, he was young. And he did well last year as well in a different league he played in. In this league, I don't know his stats off the top of my head. Um, let me see if I can, go, to, go to the NBL. Let me see if I can actually find in stats. Okay, I'm at. Let's see here. Do, 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 do. All right, here it is. 
He's averaging 16 points per game on 7... 16, wait, let me start over. 16.2 points per game with 6.7 assists per game and 7 rebounds as well. So he's averaging basically 16, 7, and 7, basically. Um, I don't know his shooting percentages. I try to find it, but this doesn't really have the greatest... Uh, actually, no, it does. Okay, he's shooting 38% from the field, uh, 73% from the free throw line, and um, it doesn't say his three-point percentage, but I heard his three-point percentage wasn't that good. Um, it was, like, really bad, but that was, like, a while back, and he's been playing really well since that. So he's the guy I want really bad. How about you? Yeah, um, I really don't know. I don't want to, I don't watch a lot of college basketball until March Madness, so I can't really, I don't really have a say. Uh, I don't have enough knowledge. Uh, I just know that one of the top players in this league in this year's draft, I guess, is the guy from UNC. Um, I think he wears the goggles. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Either. Yeah. Um, him, Lamelo, Jordan Ford from St. Mary's. I mean, Tanner Krebs. I mean, who else can you ask for, to be honest? Yeah, Anyone, yeah. if they get the number one pick, I mean, obviously you have a, a crap load of people you can pick, but um, hey, yeah, we send did. it. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's all I have for Warriors, to be honest. Perfect, perfect. Well, let's move on. Um, yeah, oh, they play tonight. They play the Thunder, who are 5 and 10. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, they play tonight at 7 o'clock. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, let's move on to the biggest game of the weekend, like always. Um, which was the 49ers Packers. Uh, okay. um, so yeah, for those who don't know, we have a Twitter. Jake already plugged it for us. It's at BA Podcast One on Twitter. Uh, if you were following the tweets, I think I posted this on Sunday or Saturday. I put these stats up, but I'll go over them again. Um, so this is the start of the hardest three game stretch in the NFL, and I think in NFL history. Yep. In which three straight games, their opponents are above, uh, uh, are above uh, 0.80% uh, wins or something like that. So 801 um, percentage. There yeah, 802%. Yeah. Uh, so 80% winning percentage. Yeah. Um, so which starts with the Green Bay. You have the Ravens next week and a week after that, you have the Saints. Um, so this game was actually at home um, on Sunday Night Football. So... Um, Underneath the lights at Levi Stadium. Let's talk about some of the stats of 49ers. Obviously, these, these, these have changed after yesterday's game, but let's just go over them now. They're fifth in total offense, which they score about 29.5 points per game, and they average about 386.6 yards per game. They're 15th in passing uh, with 236.6 yards per game, and second in rushing, which is 149 yards a game. Um, and they have a total of 31 offensive touchdowns. Hmm. Uh, Defensively, they are second in total defense, only giving up about 15.5 points per game and only giving up about 253 yards per game. Um, They are first against the pass, only giving up about 142.5 yards per game, and 20th against the run, um, still only giving up about 110 and a half yards a game. Um, they're first in the league in sacks. They obviously 
Uh, they were tied with Carolina prior to Sunday's games, um, but they had like five sacks yesterday, so they now have about four, they have forty four on the season. Uh, they're fourth in interceptions with eleven, and they have a total of four defensive touchdowns. Moving on to Green Bay, surprisingly, they are seventeenth in total offense, averaging about only twenty five points a game and three hundred fifty six yards a game. Eleventh uh, in passing with Aaron Rodgers, only giving only uh, throwing up about two hundred fifty yards a game, <coughs> and bless you. Thanks. And only eighteenth in rushing, one hundred two yards a game. Um, they have obviously again before yesterday's game, which they only scored one touchdown. Lol. Uh, they only they had thirty offensive touchdowns. Defensively, they're twenty eighth in total defense. Very yikes. Um, Giving up twenty and a half points a game and surrendering about three hundred eighty-four point seven yards a game. They're twenty-third against the pass, giving up two hundred fifty-seven yards, and twenty-fifth against the run, giving up one hundred twenty-seven yards. They're fifteenth in sacks with twenty-five and seventh in interceptions with nine. So those were the team stats and stuff like that. Um, any questions or anything like that, Jake? Nope. All right, so let's move on to the game recap. Um, how, how were your feelings about this game prior, Jake? Um, I was confident because they were playing a guy who's, I mean, he's not like a statue in the pocket, but he's not like, he's of course not like a Russell Wilson type or Kyler Murray. Right. right. The Niners have two different teams. When they play against po- when they play against uh, quarterbacks like who are in the pocket more, they just dominate them. The running quarterbacks give him some troubles. Right, right, right. And we saw that yesterday in which, uh, I mean, Rodgers can move in the pocket. So, I mean, he did evade some uh, would-be sacks. But, I mean, still coming out the game with five is still pretty good. Um, but, yeah, let's go over the game. So, the 49ers won the coin toss. They like it to kick off. I mean, they deferred. They kicked it off. Um, I mean, the game pretty started off pretty well. I mean, our defense was great to start off the game. Um Literally on the first drive, uh, Rodgers was sacked on, th- on a third and ten, which turned into a fumble, which was taken to the two-yard line. That was the first offensive drive for the Packers. We obviously get the ball to the two-yard line. We give it to Tevin Coleman. Touchdown right there, making it 7-0 for the 49ers. Um, obviously, the Green Bay Packers get the ball back. I just had a note here that D.J. Jones making a lot of plays early. That guy is good. Would you agree? Yeah, he's 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 pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he's a solid guy. I think earlier in our podcast, a couple of episodes before, Jake was, I think you said he like looks like he moves like so fast that like he shot out of the cannon for how fucking big he is. Um, yeah, yeah, he's he's fast. He's physical. He's he's a dominant run stopper. Can get to the quarterback when you need him to as a defensive tackle. Um, but yeah, um, on our second offensive drive, there's a bobble snap. Um, thank God Tevin Coleman picked it up. That could have changed the game. Good thing it didn't. Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. had a big run. Uh, he was in there early. But that was a surprise. I mean, obviously, unnecessarily. I mean, uh, Matt Breida was not, did not play this game. I think he was hurt. I think he had an ankle injury or something like that. So it was uh, Tevin Coleman, Raheem Mostert, and Jeff Wilson Jr. Uh, carrying the load. Pause. In the run game. Right. Um, so, yeah, we drive down and get a field goal. Uh, making it ten nothing, forty niners. Um, 
for those who didn't know, um, this was the game that thought they thought uh, Hewlett Witherspoon would get plugged back into the starting defense. It was not. Uh, Emmanuel Mosley put the start at right corner again. Um, and he had a pretty big hit in the first quarter. Do you remember that hit, Jake? I remember it. I'm yeah, it was sure a pretty big yeah. one. Yeah, he was uh, laying the wood early. Pause. Um, but yeah, the uh, Green Bay Packers were just not getting anything going on offense. They decided to go for it on fourth down uh, on a shotgun play, I think. A shotgun inside zone. Yeah, stupid. To Jamal Williams. Yeah, really, really stupid. Um, again, I put my note down. DJ Jones is good. He was the first one guy to tackle uh, Jamal Williams. Um, yeah, I just did like that. I, I, I tweeted out, I don't know why you would ever in a short very situation going shotgun. Um, I think the announcers were saying that gives time for the D lineman to uh, penetrate, pause the offensive line. Um, but yeah, not not a good idea from mm-hmm. uh, what Green Bay was trying to do. But yeah, um, again, another note I had: Eric Armstead is a stash. He had two sacks this game. Yeah, nine total sacks on the season. The high, uh, First for the 49ers, Nick Bosa with eight, coming in second. Um, but again, our, op- our offense um, was a little stagnant. I thought we, we, we would get to the red zone, we couldn't convert. I was a little weary. It kind of reminded me of the Seahawks game where our offense just could not get it going. And I was like, oh my God, are we going to have another one of those games? But thankfully we didn't. But uh, yeah, Chase McLaughlin uh, made it pick up from 27 yards out, making it 13 nothing. 49ers. Um, 49 defense gets the, uh, does thing again. Um, we get the ball back. And I think it might, it might have been the second play of the drive. I'm not entirely sure, but um, Debo Samuel's house couple of 42 yards land for a touchdown from Jimmy G. That was awesome to see. Um, getting, him, getting him involved early. I think mean, that was with like two minutes left or something like that, making it 20 nothing 49ers. And then Green Bay um, they cut, cut, cut the ball back. They could just not put the ball up or down the field. They got the ball back with like a minute left, to, uh, one minute drill. They get the ball to like the 30, making it like a 48 yard field goal for Chase. And he made it, making it 23 to nothing at the half, 49ers. What were your thoughts during halftime, Jake? I thought the game was over. Like after the f- touchdown and the field goal, I was like, "Yep, this game's over." So that I was like, "There's no way they come back." So I was like, "I was already moving on to Baltimore." Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so um. Yeah, I'm not a big uh, move on kind of guy when the game's not done yet. So um, also they have Aaron Rodgers on their team, so you never know what's gonna happen. Um, but yeah, their offense did not look good. Green Bay's, to be exact, didn't look good at all. Um, and again, the 49ers were getting the ball back first, uh, which ended up being a three and out uh, by the 49ers. Um, but then, yeah, Green Bay gets the ball back, their first possession in the game uh, on the second half. Uh, they fi- Green Bay finally scores on a path to Devontae Adams. And they also get the two-point conversion, making it 28, 23-8. to Um so, yeah, already working in an extra point for their offense. Um, but our second position 
of the second half, um, we just decided to just take take the lid, take the lid off the offense and and throw a monster throw from Jimmy G to George Kittle for a sixty-one yard touchdown. Um, on a, I mean, one of the prettiest play-action passes I've ever seen. Um, bootleg, uh, handing a uh, fake handoff to the right, bootleg to the left. Um, Jimmy G just stayed square, uh, set his feet, and what looked to be a corner route by George Kittle ended up being a post, uh, a corner post. Um, the, I think it was a safety. I had no idea where he was going. Um, Kittle was bending into the outside, and then right when the uh, safety corner turned steps, went back inside to the post, uh, 61-yard um, touchdown, great throw. Uh, making it 30-8 to eight, 49ers. LOL. Um, yeah, the game was going on. Not much uh, notes that I have for the game after that, to be honest. Uh, but again, um, I get Green Bay, I have here, uh, went for another fourth down. Uh, the Niners got a sack on Rodgers, turnover on downs. And then to put a little icing on the cake. Uh, Raheem Mostert with a great run up the middle for another uh, touchdown, making it 37 Eight 49ers win moving on the 10 and 1 next week against the Ravens. Anything else to add, Jake, to the game? Nope, it was a good team win. Uh, there was some injuries. I'm not sure if we're going to get into that or not. Uh, uh, I think um, I saw Demontre Moore broke his forearm, yeah, but he played the entire game. Um, who else got hurt? Uh, Taylor had like a jaw thing, but he's fine. Um, Julian Taylor, that is. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. I think Witherspoon had cramps. He missed like a couple of snaps, but he came back. And I think yeah. Emmanuel yeah. Mosley had like a Mosley had something too, but it wasn't anything like significant. The only bad injury was, of course, Demontre Moore, who was pretty good yeah. actually. Uh, but they have Jeremiah Valuga, Valaga, whatever the hell you pronounce it. Um, he's yeah. the guy on the practice squad. He had like four, I think he had like five and a half sacks in the preseason. Dude, uh, yeah, no, like we had absolute like we talked about this last game or uh, or not last game, like last episode. Like when cuts were happening, there were a lot of talent on this D line, and obviously some were had to be put in the practice squad, some had to be let go, and I mean. People gotta step up, and there's people that who can. And um, what, what was his name, Jake? Jeremiah Valuga, Valaga. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, the preseason he played, he balled out alongside with Demontre Moore. So if uh, Moore can't get it, uh, it, obviously he broke his forearm, so it's gonna take some time away from the team, possibly IR. We'll see. But um, who? If Demontre Moore is oh. put on IR, which is a I mean, I don't know how long it takes for a forearm to heal, a forearm to heal up. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, but I mean, he played the entire game. But I mean, I mean, the adrenaline rush—you're not gonna take yourself out, I guess. Um, but yeah, he's been a beast. Um, but yeah, um, Richard Sherman was out for a play, a couple. Yeah, um, put, I don't know what it was. I think a stinger. Stinger. He's yeah, had I mean, that, he had that last game season. too. So yeah, hopefully he's okay. I mean, he finished the game so. That's good. Um, yeah, I think I saw a tweet. Um, Akilah Witherspoon was playing a little of a 
a little bit of nickel cornerback. Yeah. Um, Got to put your best players out on the field. Um, again, Mosley's been a great fan defense alongside Sherman, alongside K1 Williams. Um, man, corners who can do it all, to be honest. Um, but yeah, um, expect Frida to be back next game. But um, D4 too may play as well. Yeah, so yeah, D4. Um, George Kittle has a fracture in in his ankle, right? Or in his foot that he's playing with? Yeah, I think it's an avulsions fracture, which is like a small little chip. I had that, right. actually. Right, I had an avulsion fracture on my wrist. Uh, but it uh-huh. took like... Because it, it, usually a fracture takes like a long time, like a couple of like months. But I had an avulsion fracture, and I missed like, a, I missed like two weeks of baseball, and I was like playing baseball when I was like in high school. I missed two weeks of baseball, but I was back like the next week. Which happened? So, what basically yeah. what happened to Kittle? Because he missed two weeks, but he was back for this week. Yeah. So hopefully, that obviously doesn't seem too serious. He he missed two games, but um, he's playing in the stretch where we need him the most. So, which is good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I have nothing else to add, Jake. Yep. Me either. <laughs> um. We do have Thursday night football. We have four games, I believe. Yes. Um. Yeah. Um, are we doing an episode? Um, it is Thanksgiving. I don't really. I'll I'll, I'll put it out there now. I feel like not doing it. <laughs> yeah, we can just we we'll just give out our yeah. Instead of an episode, we're only gonna do one episode this week. But instead of an ep- actually two because I have the Niner game. But instead of an episode on Wednesday or Thursday, we'll just put our picks on our Twitter, our Instagram, and our Facebook. Yeah. So yeah, we'll let you know. Um, anything else that? Um, no. All right, so we'll end for us here. And yeah, thanks for listening to the BA Podcast. This is your co-host James with Jake, episode 84. Uh, don't forget to uh, follow us on Instagram at the BA underscore podcast one. Uh, follow us on Twitter at the BA podcast one. Uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on the SoundCloud app and also subscribe to us on the podcast app. Yeah, make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Do it about 50 times to so gain a system. We'll trickle in from being an industry for... <sighs> 21 months it's going to have top 200 podcasts worldwide we will take top 200 podcast sports and recreation but as you know we shoot for the stars here at the BA podcast it's going to in a top 200 podcast worldwide if you do that we'll give you a high five so I have to add for today's episode bye bye Pick your poison live with rainbows